by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports and you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us, our show, and they help you guys. TennesseeTickets.com, the guys you can trust, the website you can trust for any ticket, whether it's a sporting event, Preds coming back in town later on this week, uh, also any concert, any venue in the area that you want to go see a show at, trust TennesseeTickets.com. They will not fee you at checkout like those other websites, and that promo code AZ10 saves you $10 extra off of that uh, ticket purchase, TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse is where to go uh, to find out how much your home can rent for. RentersWarehouse.com is their website. There are alternatives to selling your home. RentersWarehouse.com, they can help you do two things. They can help find you an extra cash flow for you and your family. Also, you can help build equity in that home that you already own, RentersWarehouse.com, and Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness one 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. I'm down 8% body fat since the summer for what Mandu has been able to show me. Mandu can do the same for you because it's based off of science with electronic muscle stimulation and the in-body analysis. Mandu.com, your first workout is always free. So, Zach, um, you watched some of the XFL. You're an XFL doubter. You're a non-NFL pro football league doubter. So, uh, well, strikes I'm, has, I'm also one for one in my doubting. You are. You're one for one because the AAF was a, a, was a complete disaster. So, you watched the I X- called that. Yes, you did. You watched the XFL on both Saturday and Sunday, you told me. What were your impressions, your first impressions of Vince McMahon's new XFL? It was better than the AAF, but no doubt. Know, the bar was not set real high for that. Uh, I Look, I think that... I struggle with a couple of things that we'll talk about on why I doubt that the XFL will have success. But I do think that because the biggest benefit that they have, and Buck talked a little bit about this last night on primetime, I do think that the biggest benefit that they have is that they've got multiple networks that have at least given them some backing, right? So the reputation of Fox and ESPN and ABC will help the XFL in the long run. No now, doubt. Again, I think that the, the cons outweigh the pros in the XFL, bar none. But I do think that the broadcast execution and the production value was improved because they actually have people and known commodities. You don't have Jim Ross saying, my God, I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, Jim, well, Jim Ross a, was a, it's a sack Jim, on the quarterback. Jim Ross was a known commodity, but not in football. And yeah, I, well, well you, you kept on thinking that The Undertaker or Stone Cold or The Rock or Gold Dust was going to come out at any point in time because it was more of a shtick because that's how the WWE is. And I'll say here's the other benefit, and this is the biggest benefit. It's learning from your mistakes. That's a life, that's a life thing, right? Yep. And in, when it comes to this, this league, they learned a great deal from their mistake that was oh so many years ago. So I, I do think that those two benefits, you have the cable networks that will jump on board mm-hmm. that give you, uh, you know, some, some good reputation and all of the mistakes that you did prior, you're probably not going to do yeah, again. Because Vince McMahon tried to make the XFL the first go around more like the WWE of football. Because that's how he made his like, money in the first place. Remember the coin toss back in 2001 was 
one player of each team racing to go grab a football at the middle of the field and basically having a scrum for it and the guy dislocated his shoulder on the first time that ever happened and he was done for the season. Like, that's not what the XFL this go-around was. And I know you've made several jokes about how The Undertaker's going to come back. And you, you've, you've been joking about that uh, for the, like the last year and a half since this XFL was announced that here we go again. But it's not that. Now, there are some different rules. Yeah, I mean, it's not not that. I mean, it's, it's, not, rest, it's not the WWE football. It still has the XFL name because of Vince McMahon. But it is, and that can never go away. No, right? but you, that's there, also there will, valuable. Uh, I wouldn't actually necessarily uh, agree with that. Here's another issue that I have with the XFL, and this is just initial thoughts. They still have teams like the Battle Hawks and the Renegades. Yeah, those scream. Sound... Those scream cheap to me. Yes, they they scream minor leagues. And what happens with the minor leagues? We stopped caring about them well, very quickly. The XFL, th yes, the team nicknames sound like a B-level movie that didn't get the rights from the NFL to have their team names. Like, come on. Yes, I completely get it. And I, that's another reason why it's going to go towards their failure. Marvin says they also picked the biggest cities for the teams. I, I, I'm with you. I, th I think Memphis, like the, the AAF picked smaller cities, and like with Memphis, the, the XFL picked some big markets to brace their teams in and some geographical uh, things to help them out as and well. I, and that, look, that was a strategy because people in LA and Dallas and in Houston are probably more likely to watch this because it is their city. And if, St. Louis. If Nashville had one, if they were the Nashville Saber Hawks or some BS, then you would have probably watched that game this weekend. Yeah, I would have been more inclined because to it was watch because it was local. Yeah, so of course. The strategy is bigger markets, more people like you yes. watching the Saber Tooth Hawks or whatever you want to call them. They're more likely to watch that team, which yields higher ratings. But here I also think is the problem. I think it came out with, with the ratings being like, I don't know, a four or a, a, like three million people watched it. That's only going to go down. That's not going to go up. That's the issue. Right. Is at the beginning, the first weekend, I'm probably more likely to put my eyes on it. Yeah. Well, After that, I'm not. Because the first weekend of the AAF did well on TV ratings. But I thought the XFL this, this year was way better than the debut of the AAF. So <clears throat> let's have this conversation because we'll talk about the rule changes later on the show. And, and I think there are some things that the NFL should steal from the XFL. Will they do it? That's a different discussion. But we'll have that uh, later on. But how can we define success for the XFL? Because you think it's going to fail. Look, it's never going to become the NFL. It's never going to become big-time college football. But what can, you, what can the XFL accomplish to be considered a success? I think that's the discussion that I'm interested in having because Zach just thinks it's automatically going to fail. But I think there is some things that it can do to be a success. So let's have that conversation. How would you define success for this XFL, how would you define success for this XFL? But first, let me tell you guys where we're at today, why Zach is wearing that comfy robe. We are here at a Moments Peace Salon and Day Spa in Cool Springs, right off Carruthers, right there. A MomentsPeace.com slash Valentine. It's the easiest way to guarantee a win for your Valentine's Day. I've done this in the past. I've given Valentine's Day and birthday gifts 
to my wife, now wife, my she when she was my fiance, when she was my girlfriend. I've given it to my mom. I've given it to my grandmothers. A momentspeace.com slash Valentine. You can automatically win by going there. They have concierge service. So if you don't know what to pick, they can do that for you. If you just have your budget, you say, I want to spend this amount of dollars. And it could be a little, it could be all it could be a lot. And they can do the best for you to make sure your money goes a long way and your loved one will make sure they come out great, feeling fantastic on the other end. My wife and I actually have a couple's massage later on on Sunday to celebrate to wrap up our Valentine's weekend right here at momentspeace.com, momentspeace.com slash Valentine here in Cool Springs. Yeah, it's that simple. This is A to Z Sports. We are powered by TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10 at checkout for all of your ticket needs. That trusted website, I'm telling you, you go there, buy your tickets. Maybe you want to go to an XFL game. I don't know if they, they, they have those. But the question is, how would you define success for the new XFL? Well, since I think it's going to fail, Austin, I can yes. tell you about all of its failures and how terrible it is. Why don't you tell me what you are going to define success when it comes to the XFL. All right, so Seaware says the XFL will be successful in his opinion. They had a draft day night right after the NFL. If they had a draft day. Nobody right cares after the NFL about those draft. draft picks. They're <clears throat> trash. No, and you have to wait to see who doesn't make NFL rosters. So it's a cyclical thing, right? Like you, you want to make sure you see who doesn't make an NFL roster and then so you can get the best of the best because the like guys are guys who don't get drafted in the NFL are going to prefer to go to NFL training camps as undrafted free agents before they then go to the XFL. Juan says they have to make it to year five. I think that's a good. I think that's a legit like expectation. If the XFL can make it to five years, I think they've had some type of success. Well, what Darren says there? success in the XFL is not folding after one season. I'm already out of watching it. Didn't care for it, mostly because the NFL season is so emotional that I need some downtime after not watching football. Darren, you have received a like for that comment because I completely 100% agree with you. Uh, Trevor says the XFL can accomplish a lot. First off, they aren't fighting for views. They're the only football right now. To me, they will be like the CFL, a loyal fan base, just not a big one. Sean says sustainability, and Wesley says attendance. And if you looked around in those games, they didn't have that the great The D.C. game was, was pretty well attended, and that was the one that I watched the most of uh, Saturday. That game was well, well attended. Because it was in like a soccer stadium, right? Yeah, but there was still like it was it, that the well, optics they, are important. They, they right? do that for a reason no, because there's course. not that many people. There. Sure, but the optics looked good and the stadium was fairly full, and that's a good thing. And I think, and the fans that were there were into it. Like you could hear crowd noise. They were wearing gear and losing their minds, and you could tell the fans that were there were invested. I think the one thing that the XFL can do is to to help become successful to a certain level. Because again. It's never going to become the NFL. It's never going to become college football. But if the XFL steals a player away from a from college football, like a, a notable name in college football, because they can play pro before being NFL draft eligible, that's where I'm really paying attention to. And it's not going to happen in year one. That's something that happens... Maybe in year two, more likely in year three, when the money becomes more sustainable and the money might be greater 
for a maybe some guy in college football, like a Maurice Claret situation, where he was one of the best players in college football. What a bonehead! As a yeah, he was, an idiot. Sure, but let's talk about the level but of you player. Just, you you brought it Let up. Let me discuss the level of player before in that situation. I Maurice was, Claret is it a was your guy. Okay, chill for a second. Stop derailing things before I can even like get it on the rails to begin. Well, with. you picked a bad person to compare. I'm to. picking an example of a guy who actually tried to push the system. Maurice Claret was a badass at Ohio State as a true freshman. He wanted to push and challenge the system to go play pro after that year, and he lost. And then he just kind of collapsed after that and became a, a nobody and a bad person for society for a period of time. But if the XFL was there that year, Maurice Claret would have got some attention at Ohio State. He says, I'm going to leave Ohio State to go to the NFL. And I think that there could be some players to do that, and a quarterback could do that. If there's a quarterback who comes on the scene as a freshman or sophomore that does not want to wait to get paid another year, they can go to the XFL for one or two years and then get drafted into the NFL. That's where I think the XFL really bringing up business. bad apples? Because that, that's why I thought that was a bad uh, Not necessarily example. bad apples, but there are different but that, uh, Right? So, But bad apples are just going to turn out to be bad apples, right? Doriel Green Beckham has been brought up a couple times on the Periscope. That a guy who's a bad apple, I think right? Maurice Claret is probably the most notable ex example of, of a this. bad apple. Well, because of what happened after, and we had the hindsight. But then of you are who that. you are. You go to the NFL and you make a mistake, you're really gone. They're not going to give you, especially the way that the NFL works now and how Goodell will shut it down. Like the, that's why I'm saying, if this is going to be become the longest yard type league, then Which I don't think it's set up to become that. Like. The old XFL was the longest yard type league. It was ridiculous. They were trying to be so over, so over exaggerated, like football and wrestling, like a, like a movie. They were trying to be like the replacements in that. They were trying to be like those type of things. This looks like it's structured to be legitimate football. Here's the question, and here's here is how I simply define success for the XFL. Okay, it's not about all the players. It's not about the nuance. It's do people care. Do you care about watching the XFL? Do you care about the Renegades? Do you care about the Battle Hawks? Will you ever care about them? Because the NFL's success is you cared about the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Not 100%, but you cared about the divisional playoff rounds. You, you care about regular season Sunday night football when it's the Bears and the Chargers. You're going to watch that. You're going to care because it's good football. It's good product. Fantasy is involved. Recognizable players and coaches. And it's got good production value when it comes to television. Trevor says, yeah, he carries. He's, def he's DC defenders all the way. Okay. So, so but Trevor just, is no, literally a 1%. But, but I, I saw a lot of on social media that I follow, that I'm a part of on Twitter and Facebook. I, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of who's your team, right? Who are you, who are you attaching yourself to? Which Did you, I do you just, have a team? No, because I don't have to have a team to watch football. I just watch football. I, I, how, I, I, how much did you watch the well, XFL? I had a lot going will, on this Will you weekend. watch moving yes, forward? Yeah, and we're going to get to that later on. But I had a lot going on this weekend. I watched a quarter uh, on Saturday between uh, the D.C. Defenders game. I saw the, the trick play, the quarter of Jones touchdown, and that immediately, once I saw that on Twitter, I turned it on because that was – I think the XFL is doing a really good job at social media in driving conversation, and that made me turn on the TV. They're just scrubs, and I can't get over that. There's a lot of, like, they're not, though. Like, I went through every, like. Did you watch not, Aaron Murray play? Aaron Murray is a scrub, sure. 
I, but I watched a lot of, or I went through every roster this morning because I, because I was watching that game Saturday. I'm like, I know Eli Rogers. Eli Rogers played at Louisville, and oh, and he was a Steeler. Like I know some like these names that, <laughs> that happened. Does that give you excited that he didn't make the Steelers again? No, these but, are I, low but these players. are players. Yes, but there, but there are like Cardell Jones. That's something. I, I think Jordan Talamu was fun to watch. I watched a lot of his highlights over the weekend. Like Jordan Talamu played really well. P.J. Walker, who was a quarterback at Temple that I remember was really fun to watch. P.J. Walker had a ridiculously good game. What are they going to be at the highest level, though? And I guess, like, like you're, you're an elitist, and you've talked about this. When it comes to entertainment, like, that's, you like the NBA because they hit shots at a higher rate than college I also like college basketball. But, I think it's got you a major like problem. The NBA, but... You like the NBA. You're an NBA guy because it's way better than college basketball because the players are better. It's true. You like the NFL more than college football. Not saying you don't like college football, but you like the NFL better because it's the best of the best. It's true. So you will always knock the XFL or the AAF. That's the majority of America, happened. Austin. I, I understand that. So that but the, you know, if you understand that, that's your issue. That's the reason why the XFL will eventually fail. Is because the majority of people, Austin, they wear robes like I do. They, they just do. They, they like good product. You know what they don't like? As seen for on TV, Billy Mays infomercial, crap products that get sent to your door and then break in three weeks. That's what people do not like. So people are more siding on mine. Yeah, there are the one percenters, the ones that say, I love football no matter what. I'm going to go watch the the Sea Dragons or whatever the hell they're called because I'm itching for football. But that does not define success over a long period of time. You have to have sustainable revenue and sustainable population that says, I care about the product you're putting out there. And that's where I do not think it is going to matter. Like, yes, David all, says, don't speak for all of us, Zach. We ain't like I, you. I, we ain't all like you. I did not speak for all of you. If you paid attention, uh, okay. I, I said the majority of people and the majority of people I'm spitting facts. I'm not. This is not an opinion. The majority of uh, uh, people are elitists. Look, there's statistics to, to stack that up. More people watch the NFL pro football that has better product we, than college football. Yes, it's the it, it is the cold, hard facts. Yes. So. This is why I will suggest that the XFL will fail is because you're not even getting college football level, like what, level uh, passion, I mean, uh, but, level performance. Okay. It, look, it's had one game. It's had one, one weekend of games. I think it's a solid product that I think it will only become better. I think the level of play will only become better because training camp opened for the XFL just like one month before they actually had their opening week. The offensive lines will get better. The wide receivers and quarterbacks will get better. Uh, the names will become more recognizable because it's on ESPN and ABC and Fox. You're going to see highlights on those sports talk shows that you watch on TV throughout the week. You're going to see and hear a lot about the XFL because like the, the, NBA, the NBA is promoted by ESPN nonstop all dang day because the ESPN has the NBA product on its, te- on its uh, television stations. I think that will help out the XFL a lot where the AAF was on NFL network where most people don't even go there. They go to NFL red zone before they do NFL network. All right. Does this scare you? I'm going to spit some facts. So listen up XFL's debut between the DC defenders and the Seattle dragons drew 3.3 million fans. That was their biggest game. That's what they're, they're going to hold up. That was the ABC game Saturday at noon our time. The AAF, their highest rating game in their opening weekend was 2.9. 
So that's about a not half a million more. That's not a bit like that discrepancy tells me that the AAF is closer to the XFL, and that's not a good thing for the XFL. The XFL, if they would have had like 10 million people compared to 2.9 that the AAF had, then I think we're speaking a different I, I But I think more people, I think people are more likely to attack. Like I watched the first week in the AAF and I was like, eh, and I kind of fizzled out very quickly. I fizzled out quicker than the actual league. It's itself not what did. you were thinking before it started, right, though. Right, but the XFL, I want to, I want to see more of. Like I'm actually interested in what the XFL is going to do moving Why? forward. Because of the why, why? Why are you? There's really there's you, one reason. Why are you jockeying for the XFL? I just have to know. Because I love football. To be honest, I love football. I like watching football, and I like and and there is one reason. There's one main reason why I'm interested in the XFL now more than I was going into the weekend, and more than I was with the AAF. Let me tell you that reason. Please. All right, but first you tell them about TennesseeTickets.com. Tennessee Tickets is the place where you need to go get. Your tickets, okay? We're talking about Nashville concerts. We're talking about Nashville Predators games. Look, the Preds, they're still making their playoff push. So you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you, you can get $10 off at checkout at TennesseeTickets.com. Plus, Nashville concerts. We are going to, Austin and I, we, we've planned this out. We're going to inform you about all of the Nashville concerts here over the next several months. And we're going to give you discounted money. We also got... So some uh, a Preds special coming with Tennessee tickets. It's going to save you money, put you in Bridgestone Arena. That's TennesseeTickets.com. It's a trusted website, and it's much better than StubHub, Ticketmaster, or any of those others because they do not fee you. Tennessee tickets does not fee you. What you see is what you get. Promo code AZ10 at check. Also, Friday, Friday morning, Rolling Stones tickets become available on TennesseeTickets.com. So be watching out for that. We'll tell you more about that as the week goes on. So Rolling Stones coming to Nissan Stadium this summer. So you're going to tell me why you are kind of rallying behind the XFL. Is it because you absolutely love Cardell Jones? No. Is he your guy? Cardell Jones is good enough. PJ... Walker is good enough. They're obviously not good enough. They're good enough for me to be interested in watching. That's what I'm saying. Jordan Tiamu was electric. He threw for like 210 yards. He ran for almost 80 yards. He had a big like 30 plus yard run. I've already seen all. Uh, I know, but like, <laughs> yeah, you've watched a lot of Jordan Tiamu at Ole Miss. But I get that. But the, those the players are good enough for me to stay interested. But I think the best thing the XFL has that will help interest grow moving forward is the access they give you guys, the viewer, watching on TV. Because you get to hear the coaches on the headset talk to the quarterback on the headset. That's awesome. Like You love watching the NFL film's turning point, right? Because you get to hear all that stuff behind the scenes. Now, that's post-production stuff. This is live. You get to hear Pep Hamilton, the head coach at D.C., talk to Cardell Jones about what they're going to do on 3rd and 7th. You get to hear all of that. You get to see what happens in the replay review booth when there's a call that's up for review. That's fun. That's interesting. That's behind the curtain that that the NFL will not give its viewers. So I think the XFL will continue to get football fans and NFL fans slowly to be paying attention on Saturdays and Sundays throughout the winter and spring. It's not like they don't have to pull in 10 million viewers a game. I don't think that's that's what they need. But if they can stay around that 3 to 5 million viewers uh, a game like that, because you, what did you say, 3.3, 3.4 uh, for that D.C. game? 3.3. 3.3. So 3.3. It's not very good. It's Well, what was the biggest NBA game of the weekend? 
probably around that. Well, it was Lakers, Warriors, and the Warriors are 15th in the uh, Well, yeah, West. but, okay, that's excuses, excuses, excuses. But what was the biggest? Well, that's not excuses. But what was the Those highest? Those are facts. But, but <laughs> that, that, I, I, well, I know, but so they're not going to watch it? Well, it's the NBA, right? The NBA. My point is. No, it goes NBA. back to what I'm saying is it's the players on the court. It's the players on the field. That's what people care about. But people are going to be drawn. You can't even name three guys that play for the Warriors. You can't. No. You want to try? No. Yeah, because you can't, right? That's it, It's about players. You're proving my point, Austin. Yeah, what are you that's talking the about? NBA, Zach. Like, like the 3.3 million, million people, viewers for that DC game is probably pretty close, maybe a little bit under the highest rated NBA game on TV this past weekend. I, mean, I don't know if you can find that, pull that up real quick. I don't know how quickly you can get that. I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. Uh, but that's around what the NBA has been doing on TV. And so that I think that's pretty legit. Now, the XFL has to sustain that because the AAF did not. The AAF had 2.9, you said, on the first weekend. And then it just poof, plummeted. Well, and the XFL is going to go down. It's not going to sustain. Because you know what? A part of that 3.3 million was me. Now I'm going to go. I, but I'll it wasn't see you later. as much me. Like I was around for one quarter because of things I was doing this weekend. But uh, let's let's do let's ask this question: What is your interest level in the XFL after its first week? What is your interest level um, in the XFL after its first week? Let's go one through ten. I'll read some comments. Um, Apollo says, uh, "What's the highest views for the XFL when they came out the first time uh, compared to this past weekend?" The XFL did fairly fine in 2001 in its opening weekend. It was just, it was after that. Mookie says six. The Wizards <laughs> exactly. says five. It's after that. It's after this weekend. That's, again. I, I'm aware of that. I'm not, like, disagreeing. Like, you're, act, you're acting like you got me. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Like, it will change. But, but I think that the was X, your, your point. I think the you XFL just is, yourself. I think the XFL is more That's why I brought that up. You just contradicted yourself, Austin. You just talked about how, I, and I said, I'm dropping off. And you said you're coming back in, so it's not going to do that. And then you just agreed with me of how much it's going to go down. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying it's going to completely drop off and plummet like the AAF. I don't know what the, the TV ratings were in 2001 for the XFL. I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I'm seeing a bunch of sixes, fives. Shrike said he's a one. He completely agrees with Zach, and that's fine. Like, uh, there's going to be a lot of people like that. Uh, we've got uh, Cody says at least a seven. Taylor says zero interest. Uh, Ty says, bye, Felicia. I think he was saying bye to me because he didn't watch the show because he didn't like facts, cold, hard ones. Uh, let's see, zero from Timothy. We, look, I, I think you brought up the, the inside, the actual game. The access to the I, look, viewers. There are, there are some positives to what I think the NFL could possibly, and I, I kind of go back and forth with this because the NFL, it would be awesome to go to the sideline and listen to what Pat Mahomes has to say to Andy Reid. It would, I would love to hear the play call. But there's too much money involved to the NFL for that to happen. There's too much of a competitive advantage. Look at the Houston Astros. That is a complete dumpster fire because of information. They took advantage of that information, and they got you know, a head up and eventually went to three straight World Series and won one of them. I think for the NFL, I just don't think that they can take that feature and put it live into the game. And the other thing I'm is, I'm not saying it will. It's cool, but I don't care about their head coach or their their quarterback. I just don't care about them, Austin. Like 
you cannot make me care about a guy who didn't make it in the NFL. The NFL has already told me, because it is the premier league in sport in America and will be for the next 50 years, is they've already told me that these guys aren't good enough. Like, at least in, co- in college football, nobody has told me yet that this guy is not worthy. The NFL weeds out the bad guys. They, like, they do. Now, some slip through the cracks, and then we figure out what happens. Chris says, then don't watch it. Let us enjoy it. Like, it's like, again, like, that's your viewpoint is you want the best of the best. But, Chris, you're listening to me, so you will listen. That's the point is I have my opinion. You have your opinion. Don't tell me to take my ball and go home. But you're trying to compare it too much to the NFL. But that's the comparison point. No, it doesn't have to be. It does. I'm telling you that it doesn't have to be because I'm not doing it. I'm not. Comp- I'm watching it for football. I'm comparing. You it. don't watch minor league sports. Yeah, you never have. Right, because I. But I like football more than anything else. That's true. Football is the this, only sport these are I the minor, watch These are on the TV. minor leagues. Yes, you, they are. You, they're the minors. But can it? But I know it's going the to wear off. But because Austin, of, you will not watch. Can I? Here's my bet, and I'm not going to make a bet just because you're stubborn enough. Like I'm stubborn enough just to do it. By the end of the season you will care very little about the XFL. You will not be able to give me an update of who's winning and who's losing. You will not be able to tell me who's quarterbacking these teams. You will fall off. And the reason why is because you'll have other things to do that are better than minor league football. We're not making a bet on that. We'll find out. I'll quiz you here in however many weeks. Okay. And I'll pop up and I'll say, Here's a couple of questions about the XFL. How much have you been paying attention? Okay, here's a good comment. That's fine. We'll do that later on. Titans for Life says, Zach, would you call the Canadian Football League successful? In America, no. But is it is the league successful? In Canada, I don't know. Is it is it around? Has it been around for 30 years? Well, just because it's around doesn't... Like, that, Logan's Roadhouse is around. Actually, it doesn't mean no, that it's it, not. <laughs> it, it, it was around for a while. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 no longer, it no longer is. Some Everything has its, has its lifespan, right? At some point, yes. Everything will at some point be over. Because that's just how the that's world That's the reason works. why I brought Logan's Roadhouse. Okay, at so. some point, you will fail, too. Because at some point, you will pass away as a human being. And that's it for Zach. That you're, doesn't necessarily that define failure. But human, it, now you're... Because that's Zach, apples and oranges. No, but, that was because, another bad analogy. Because I was just making fun of what you were talking about. Logan's Roadhouse, at some point, failed. It was a success for some point, and then it failed. The Canadian Football League is a success because of what it's been able to for do. For Canada. And it's, that's fine. Is... Because it, it's the Canadian Football League. So it is successful. It is sustainable. And I think the XFL can have the same thing. Here's the, as, diff- here's the as difference, Titan though. says the CFL has it, a niche market, why can't the XFL? Who is C- it this, absolutely The can. CFL is not competing against anybody. Exactly. Neither is the XFL. No, the XFL is competing against the NFL. No, it's not. It, it doesn't have to be. No. In it, your mind, it is. And that's why it will it never is. win you over. It is. It is competing against the NFL because the NFL has told me that these players are not worthy. But they're also not worthy for the uh, the CFL players are not worthy to play in the NFL either. That's why I don't watch it. Okay, that's why again, Americans Zach, don't watch it, Zach. But is the CFL a success in Canada? In America, it's right, because not because it's the Canadian Football League. But in America, it's but, not uh, right because it's the Canadian Football League. So you're comparing something that is in a different country. The XFL is in America. Yes. It will be defined on I, if Americans I, watch it. And I think 
and I think it will be able to sustain for a period of time as long. Vince McMahon has said that he is not allowing this thing to fail. And with it comes to the same reasons that AAF failed, which was financial backing and the complete mess that that was at the league's top ownership. But that can happen very easily. But it's not going to because Vince McMahon is the sole owner of the XFL. You you thought that when it first started. Yeah, but that that was was 20 years ago. But that was an argument. Actually, no, because Charlie Ebersol and and NBC had a stake in that, and it was split between Vince McMahon and the That's why you would think it would probably succeed even more, but it failed. But guess what? Because you have two different people who disagreed on certain things because the money was not as great as they thought it would be. Now it's Vince McMahon, the guy, who understands that he's going to have to fight through some tougher times for it to become profitable if it ever does. I don't know if you know enough about Vince McMahon. McMahon. Vince McMahon is a loon, okay? Very successful. Give him his credit. But that's why this thing will fail. It just, you're not going okay, to care. But, but how can it have, do you, like, at some, at some point, yes. At some point, the XFL will no longer exist. At some point. But, and the NFL will continue to roll on. But can't, so what? Pro, you, so what? No, it's mic drop. So, I mean, game over. No, right? because I'm not, I've never, never once disagreed with that point that you've made. But what? Well, if, if months go, ago, you said it was going to succeed. Yes, because I think it, it, I think it can succeed and then also run its course at some point. I can have the ability to think both things. So if the XFL is around for five years, do you give it any credit for having any type of success? No. If it's around for 10 do you give it any credit for having any type of success? Maybe if it approaches 10 to 15 years and is a, a revenue generator and continues to grow and butts in seats and something of that nature, then I will give it its credit. But like, but it had it, every all four games had at least 17,000 people in there. That That's fairly strong. And that's not going to sustain. I think fan bases will can continue to grow. Uh, and they will continue to grow. People, if it's if it's a f- XFL, so what uh, what should the NFL steal from the XFL? That's our next discussion. What should the NFL steal from the XFL? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Along with the in-body analysis, you can uh, achieve your fitness goals in 2020. Catherine was the winner of our four free workouts at Mandu. So Catherine, congrats to her. Uh, Our social media, we gave away four free workouts to Mandu. Your first workout, still free. Don't worry about that. Mandu.com is where to go. Mandu.com. Check that out. All right, so Taylor says, here's why I don't think it's sustainable. If the XFL were to start cutting into revenue or becoming more attractive to potential NFL players, then I think the NFL would squash would squash it like a bug. They don't want the competition. And that's very far away from happening. I think I think the X, the NFL viewing the XFL as competition is so far away that I'm not I can't even really discuss that at this point because I just don't think it's I don't think we're there yet. We're not at the point where we can say that. But I, I do think I am intrigued to see how the XFL does with competing for college football players. Because if you're a four-star athlete, if you're a four-star high school player, and maybe you're in a bad financial situation with whatever your financial situation your family has, and you need $55,000 a year, and the XFL can give you $55,000 a year for three years, and that's going to help your family, you might do that. You might be a four-star running back 
18 years old and your family needs $150,000 over the next three years. College isn't going to get you that. So maybe you go do that. College isn't going to get you that. That's not immediate. That, that's, college does not get you the immediate the money, Zach. That's what I'm talking here's about. Another, like, understand what I'm discussing. Here. I, here's another reason why I'm out on the XFL. I think that the XFL in that scenario is the devil. Like that's the worst thing, right? You're taking a kid to say, grab the money now. It's like going, it's like going to a loan place, selling your title of your car just so you could get some fast cash, and then all of a sudden now you're in debt. But it's but no, that's, no, but no. All these these players, these these four star running backs that need the money that come from like bad homes, which happens, right? They're going to value the quick fix of the XFL, and maybe they don't get to the NFL. Rick says the NBA now, does it. Now all of a sudden, and you know what? A lot of NBA players or basketball players turn out to go into the real world without a college education, and then they have nothing left, and they're working the cash register at Burger King. That's like that's the and, other and, issue and like, that will that makes the XFL a negative but product. It, I think it just gives other options, which I think. Should college athletes, should college football players be paid for what they do because they are a billion-dollar yes, industry? Yes, I know that. So here's a system where this particular situation— You don't get an education in the process, though. Well, uh, but again, not certain situations rise with families where they need money over education, and that's unfortunate for those families and going to play— Maybe no education will get you Zach, money in the Zach, long run. You don't understand that. Like I'm talking about a specific situation. It's been happening for the last like 30 years, Austin. Everybody's been in this situation and they've chosen college. And then on the because other there side, there hasn't been an, another alternative. And there so, has not. But this the is, other alternative. This is not the great alternative. Zach, the other alternative. The percentages are going to fail these players. The other alternative is to not play college football and just go get a job so you can help your family out now. And in you're propping up college education, like you're talking about student athletes or student athletes like the NCAA. They Center. still attain. Yeah, don't downgrade that. They still are on pace for a degree, Austin. That, you know that what does you know what the ex, that does what 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 does that specific what does a degree do? What, what is does, that? What your question is, Zach? You know for sure that pl- football players at Ole Miss aren't earning their degree like you earned your degree. Not no, all, actually the opposite. As you know, if what we've talked about. My degree is what my degree is, and it's what you do with your degree. The opportunity, right. the and doors that open with a degree are so much more than somebody who, who slaps down a resume and says, I went to go play for the San Diego Battle Hawks for a couple of seasons and failed. Can I have a job? That's a recipe for disaster, Austin. And, not, and Titans for Life is right. Not all degrees are created equally. Like, what are you going to do? If, you, if, if some football player gets a political science degree. A degree what? is better than not a degree, Austin. Come on. We, you know this society. You're, you're ridiculous. I, I you downplaying education is one of the I'm worst things. I'm not downplaying education, You absolutely Zach. are. I'm, I, I'm talking about, like, there's a difference in me. Like, but I'm not a college athlete on scholarship who's going to class just so he doesn't get suspended. That's my point here is – you know this. You went to an SEC school. I went to an SEC school. I sat next to football players in some classes or near them, and I was like, oh, man, that guy is not – how is this guy getting grades? How did this guy get into this college? Because not on the same scale that I got into this college with because I actually had to go take an ACT and get a decent score and actually do stuff in high school to get into this. It doesn't mean that a degree is not valued. I, a degree is more valuable for – like me for and those you, type, for no, non-athletes, no, than it no, is for an it, athlete. no, that's where you're absolutely incorrect. A degree is actually more valued for maybe a lesser educated human being. No, 
Yes, the most because, valuable. No, because the opportunity, right? If you have more of an opportunity with a degree compared to without a degree, with less education overall, just as a human no, skill. No, here, here you go. Here you go. The more valuable thing, like if I go, this and is play, wrong. Hold on. If I go play football at the University of Tennessee, and I play four years at Tennessee, I'm a marginal player. I don't have any pro football. Uh, uh, any pro football opportunities, nothing, no pro football opportunities, but I played for four years at Tennessee. I did not graduate, but because I played football at Tennessee, I have opportunities and doors open because even without a degree, because I wore a power T on my helmet and was noticeable from that fan. If you're a marginal now, player, you, you yeah, can't, you're assuming that no, I'm now not. you're making an ass out of yourself. No, I'm not. I, but doors open for me because people know who I am. That is more important than the degree because now doors open and it's what I do with it. You're, that's ridiculous. You're valuing that over a degree. You don't. D- did you get a degree after you saying talking like this? Yes, this is ridiculous. I, yeah, and I'm also using my knowledge of saying that the the uh, the awareness of who I am and OG says this is a fact. Like I, like that. I am. Uh, People know who I am because I played college football in an SEC school. Even if I don't have a degree, I get opportunities because people know who I am and they want to work with me and help me out. You, you have a ceiling as well. You're talking about in the short term. I, because you know what? In 10 years, you're not going to remember the second string you know, Zach, Tennessee I, volunteer Zach, linebacker. I'm, I'm pro college degree. I'm just no, you, I'm you, telling you. You have what, over the last I'm, ten minutes have shown I'm, me you I'm are pro, anti-college. No, degree. I'm just telling you the reality of what it is. No, but you're looking in the short term. You never think about what a college degree can gain you in the long term. Some people, you cannot be a president or CEO of a company without a college degree. You can't get that promotion right. without a college degree. This is ridiculous. This is another reason why but college Danny says, is valued right. over. XFL. Danny says Austin isn't valuing anything over anything else. He's saying it's another opportunity. Correct. And Brad says I'm. That's a fact. Is what I was saying. Ethan says alumni and boosters help out former players with jobs. Austin isn't lying. And uh, and Zach has to be right. Uh, Victor says Zach, you've you haven't you assumed all show that the XFL will fail? But Zach, well, that's based. It's an educate. Yeah, it's my opinion. And that's in my opinion is which is also based on a lot of opportunities that. And Strike says Swain has so many opportunities because he played football in Knoxville. Ainge is on the radio in Knoxville because he played football at UT. You've given two examples. There's how many a lot people, of those how many, co- how many college football players have gone through Tennessee? Way to go for bringing up two success stories. What about all the failed stories that didn't do a degree, do a degree when you pull into Denny's or, or, or whatever and they're, they're sitting there there's, and their ceiling is so low? There's people all over the place, all, across the entire spectrum of that. But, that, yes, people will get opportunities if they play college sports at a high level they get other job opportunities because people know who they are and they build a type of brand while they're playing that, big per, time that is a small percentage football. that is a small percentage it's just like it's a small percentage of the four-star running you know back. what a greater percentage is a college degree yes i'm just talking about the other options as people are brought up because it is another option for that four-star running back who needs $55,000 now to go to the XFL instead of college football. That's just another option on the alter- on the table where there hasn't been that before. That $55,000 runs out, and then what do you have to, have to you say? You play another year in the XFL. Again, no, I, no, I, you're out. Zach, I understand that it's a short-term. Look, I'm not saying it's every— It's a Band-Aid. And Zach, you know what? I know that. Band-Aids like, usually don't work. But again— but again, and, and 55K for 12 weeks is not bad money, not at all. But it's very short-term money. 
but a lot of people are in situations where they have to have short-term money. And that's my point. We didn't come from that situation. And so therefore it's hard to relate to that situation to have to think short-term over long-term, but some people have to think now. And that $55,000 for playing in, in the XFL at 18, 19 years old, instead of going to play college football in the big 10 could help a lot of families stay together and, and keep their head above water. And that's an opportunity and opportunity that the XFL is giving these high school athletes that the AAF was not because the AAF had the same draft eligible rules that the NFL did. Yeah. Those players that went to the AFL, AAF to get some quick money, they didn't even get a paycheck. It's the facts. Right. But that doesn't mean the XFL is the same financial situation because it's well, not. It was a short term risk. Sure, because they were, but and that risk but, failed. But Zach, all of those players had already failed out in the NFL. Actually, a lot of them got NFL jobs and practice squads, and some made teams. All right. So, what should the NFL steal from the XFL? And for all those people who are saying I'm a hypocrite, and I had, and I did watch some of the XFL. I'm not sitting here saying that I did not watch any of it. I did watch as much as I could bear. To watch the Renegades play for a quarter or whatever. So what should the NFL steal from the XFL? Because I agree with you. There are some things that the NFL will never do. The NFL will never give us, the viewers, access inside the replay review booth. They will never give access to us inside the coaching headset. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. So Shrike says not the tackling. Don't steal the tackling. Yeah, bad tackling because they didn't have any preseason games. They were practiced for a month. And, of course, bad tackling will happen. Maybe tackling will get better. We'll see how that goes. But I think there are some things that the NFL can steal. OG says interviews on the sideline, the most interesting. Not going to happen, though. Uh, he, he does like the 25-second play clock on all of the plays. Titans for Life says kickoffs for sure. The NFL is horrible at this. What do you think of the kickoffs? Because I feel like I feel like the kickoffs were very successful in the XFL, and people liked it. Yeah, I... I don't think the NFL is going to adopt that, though. Because it's such a big move. It's such a big change. But I do, th- I do find that kickoff more interesting than the NFL's kickoff. I, I think because you can get further, there's that hope that it's something can break free. But again, I'm trying to find what should the NFL steal from the XFL. That's something that I don't think is going to happen. I think they should I think it's, steal the live interviews, but, but they're not going to. That's not going right? to happen either. So yeah. let's be realistic here. Let's not talk that's about fantasy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, I, asked, I don't think the kickoff is realistic. I just asked you what you thought about it. I didn't ask you if the NFL should steal it. I just asked your opinion about the new kickoff. Well, I thought that's what we were talking about. Okay. It's what the, the NFL should steal from the XFL. Okay. That's the conversation. Okay. But what did you think about the kickoff? Well, I'm just asking you. I thought it was fine. I, okay. Again, I, I wasn't like mesmerized by it saying this is the greatest thing. Again, the greatest thing that the XFL had this past weekend is the live conversations. I also saw some interviews with coaches that didn't want to do it. So they were like, hey, I've got to do something right now. Don't bother me. That wasn't real cool, right? It's your job. I felt like Vince McMahon was going to have a conversation with that coach to say, look, bud, this is what you do. This is my XFL. You talk to our commentators. That's a part of our contract. The best part about the XFL, the NFL won't adopt. Maybe they'll do some new camera angles. Well, because let's, let's remember this. What did the NFL take from the 2001 version of the XFL? They took the Sky Cam. They took the on 
the the like the camera guy on foot on the sideline. Like the NFL was not doing the sky cam or the guy on the ground on the sideline camera angle before the XFL came around. So like we take that for granted because it's been 20 years with the sky cam. We're like, oh yeah, of course. But that was Vince McMahon's the first go around. So there are some things I think the NFL can take. I, I think I think one thing that will maybe we'll see how this goes because this is easier to for the NFL to implement is the live gambling. The live gambling, how does the NFL approach that? Because the XFL is like, bring it on. We'll take all the live gambling, the up-to-date lines, the over-unders moving, the lines changing throughout the game, where will the NFL embrace it because of the stigma about gambling? But I think the XFL is very right to take advantage of that. I think that that's the one thing that I had a hard gauge on, and I think a lot of people did. Like, why are you betting for the Seattle Dragons? Well, I know nothing about any of the teams yet, so I'm not going to put my money on exactly. it. Exactly. But some that, people, but no, I think the concept, of the, the the concept of betting live, I think it could work. Maybe once you know a little bit more about the players. Yeah. But the players aren't very good. Like, so I think that's also therein lies another problem. Like. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. I think that's one that Vegas can't cover for. But if the NFL and betting is just going through the roof, right? It's not going to go anywhere. I understand that. I think everybody understands that. If they can take that concept, if the XFL figures it out, I just think the XFL is in an uphill battle because people don't know about the teams. Sure. People don't know that much about the players. I mean, look how awful the lines were. The lines, like one, one team is favored by nine and a half and they got boat raced. Yeah. Like that would never happen, <laughs> ever happen in the NFL. Yeah, and and Ty says the the gambling seems tough with the delays and streamings and time zones. Ethan says gambling out at Austin surprises no one with his biggest takeaway. Uh, Richard Shea Ray says you can exploit the XFL in in, in betting, and Roderick says he's ready to gamble. Um, I, I just yeah, and Victor says gambling have having risk. Who knew? Like, I think the gam people who like gambling on live sporting events will go to the XFL and say that's something that's an itch they can scratch there. And I, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. And Orlando they, says lines. It's just about how will the NFL embrace it like that? When will the NFL ever be as comfortable with gambling as the XFL is? I guess that's what I'm talking about. Because if it makes we, them money, yes. So, so that's something I think the NFL can take from the XFL. The hard, the, the hard part, and this is what I have with the gambling aspect of it, because I don't bet on sports. I never have probably never will on a consistent basis. Like I'll go to Vegas for the March Madness first weekend. Yeah, I'll bet then just because of the environment. But consistently, I'm not checking my phone saying, I got to do this, I got to do that. A lot of people do, though. So yeah, I, I mean, I Damon says people gamble I don't, on the NFL coin toss. They'll bet on anything. Yeah, I, and I, I completely agree with that, 100%. So I think you can't ignore it. It's just like we don't ignore it. We talk about gambling every single week. And we, we do lines, even though now Austin, you've become more involved in gambling. Yeah, I was I was bummed out because I I didn't I ran out of time to take Kentucky minus two and a half against Tennessee in college basketball. That would have been a win. Seemed like easy money, but I just got busy at the wrong time. Um, Roderick says the ticket prices shot through the roof here in Dallas after Saturday's outcome of what the league looks like. That that's great. Roderick says, look, maybe in Dallas people were intrigued in that, and they lost. Right, they lost the first game. What are, so here's the other thing that I'm curious about, and again, this goes to maybe why I'm I'm down on the XFL, not high on the XFL. 
what's going to happen when the the Dallas what, Renegades? Correct. When the Renegades are like one in seven. You know. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, people will go away from. But there's only eight teams, right? And these players aren't good. They're not known commodities. What's gonna because there's gonna that's gonna happen, right? That's how football works. It's out of these eight teams, there's gonna be three or four that are one and six, two and four, two and eight, whatever. How are they going to sustain the attendance, the intrigue, the television no, it's, it's viewer? A, yeah, it's, it's a, gonna be impossible. Yeah, that's that's very fair. And and I, I think it's hard to prepare for what can happen when that happens because we know but this. But the problem is if the, it's going to if happen. If the Titans are 4-12, and 12, then we have the same issues. And that's the NFL. But one of the things that the NFL has is the hope of they're going to get drafting. You're going to draft a new guy that's going to be good. You're going to have a high pick. You're going to get a known commodity because you know Chase Young or Joe Burrow or, or whoever. The XFL doesn't have any of those luxuries. Their draft is obsolete. They're going to get players that have already kind of like finagled out of the league. Like, what's the hype to the hope in the offseason? That's another reason why I think this is going to fail. Again, like you, you think it's going to fail, but at but you don't disagree point? with me there. At some point, it will run its course and no longer exist. Yes. But I think it's but that will never build up speed like that will never build up. The only hope the XFL has is a high profile quarterback comes over and plays. That's the only hope. And even if that happens, he's going to be one year and he's going to be picked off so quick by the NFL. It's not even going to be funny. That's going to be the one success story. And if maybe does that breed more people coming over? But that's really the eggs are in one basket. Yeah, it's it's a lot to do with the quarterbacks. And right now, the quarterbacks, not are, all good. Are but not good. Cardell Jones. If they were good, Jordan they'd be Tiamu. in another league. That's the justify. Yeah, Landry Jones is something to watch. for sure. He did not start for Dallas uh, this past weekend. But if he, if he does, um, I, I think that's where. And, and P.J. Walker, as, as brings up. That guy's legit. I remember watching that guy at Temple. P.J. Walker's legit, and he's fun to watch. Jordan Talamu was fun to watch. And so can they be fun to watch at the X, at this level? For one year. That's the issue. It's the issue with college basketball, Austin. College basketball is hurting because you only get to see these guys for a very short period of time. You can't hit your wagon to them. They're not going to stay in the XFL. That would, be, that would not be smart. What is smart is to go get the money that the NFL will pay you. So if you do have a success story, they're long gone. And now you're searching like you're searching through the abyss to find somebody else. It'll, it'll be a high turnover league, no doubt about that. But like, that, that is not a recipe for success. That's a recipe for failure. Yes, but I, I, do, th I do think the I'm just XFL... i very poignant points. The, like, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying the XFL is going to be around for 10, 15 years, but I think the then XFL... it's not going to be a success. I think the XFL can be a success if the NFL gets better from it. Like, does the NFL benefit from the XFL... I, I think it well, will. Well, then you think that the previous XFL was a success. Not necessarily. Well, no, that's what it was, you're saying. Because it was a one-and-done league. That's what you're saying, though. That's, the I, the NFL not, took something from the XFL, so therefore the XFL I, is a success. You're saying the exact not, same thing. No, because that's not, it's not 
entirely it's how, true. It's exactly that's, that's what you how, said. That's how you took it. No, it's, but it's I think, what you said. I think there's multiple ways the NFL can be better because of the XFL. Yes, the technology and taking things away from the rules and, and all that can be great. But I, I think players will develop. You will have offensive linemen get more reps who will play better. Like There are offensive linemen in the XFL, as I went through the rosters, who were on some NFL teams this past fall. So I, I think, and Shrike says players got signed in the NFL because of the AAF. So it wasn't a complete failure for the pay, players. All right, they it, got more, more reps on their resume tape. And that, that's all well and good. And I'll ask you this because okay. again, I'm not going to bring up points on why the XFL is going to succeed because I think it's going to fail. But my question to you, Austin, is what about the safety issue? Will they run into something because they're hardcore? Because the NFL, just like everybody, CTE is real. And okay, so the more you get hit is, in the head, you kill the head, the body will die. So what is the XFL doing that's unsafe, that's more unsafe? Well, it's football. Okay. So people are going to question that. That's so, all I'm putting. I'm so throwing that out. So more football? So what, so well, the more you play, the more you put yourself up for injury and, and trauma. Okay. So you get criticized for that? Like, the NFL has had to adapt to make players hit <laughs> this, less. Yeah, Greg, I agree with Greg. This is a terrible question. Because the XFL is putting is actually taking care of player safety. The kickoff rule is safe. Like, they're doing several things. It's are, still football, though. Okay. So, so then what's the point of this? People are going to ask this question. What? So, you, so, you're concerned about the guy who plays for both an XFL team and an NFL yes, team. Yes, it's a lot of football. Well, then that's that guy's – there you go. Then that's him. Then that's that it's guy's – the- it's on them then, right? Because no, he's I, trying- I have the same feeling on the NFL players, Austin. You're al- you align with how I think about it. If you sign the contract and you sign the waiver, you're going to – Because the XFL is not just disregarding player safety this time around. It was disregarding player safety in 2001. I mean, that race for the football – at midfield for the coin toss was barbaric. I, I mean, just the guy think people tore are going to bring shoulder. up safety issues. It's, it's, it's the it's, same safety issues the NFL has. The, the more game of football, football, the more football, well, the more likeliness. I agree with Troy. You're reaching. <laughs> I'm bringing up a question. And I, I'm not I re- just, I'm not re- I've brought you're up bringing this hey, up. Hey, as I've, a I've brought up so many XFL. great points on why it's going to fail. Listen to those. I asked a question based on player safety because it is an issue in the NFL. Is it going to be an issue in the XFL? That's the question. No, it's going to be just. Well, why, then why is it an more, issue in the NFL? It's not going to be more of an issue than the NFL. It's player safety will always be an issue with a game of football because that's just the sport. But the XFL is not going to have more of an issue than the NFL already has. So in my in my mind, it's kind of irrelevant. That that's that's where I feel like this question was a little bit of irrelevant, and it was just you trying to poke and prod to find another thing to knock against the XFL. Well, that there's a guy, lot to knock. That some players are going to be playing 26 games in a year because there's, they played in both the XFL and the NFL. There's a lot to knock. But if, in your mind, because I feel like you're closed-minded on anything pro football outside of the NFL, where I think it creates other opportunities, it creates an alternative, and it creates an entertainment product for people who want football outside of the NFL season. Bobby has put it perfectly. High turnover, low talent league. But can it serve its purpose? Yes, I think it can. Its purpose is entertainment. Its purpose can be creating extra jobs for football players in development. I think it, I, I absolutely think the XFL can serve can its it purpose. Can it do that while being profitable? 
I profitable, I have no idea because I don't know what the business structure is. But like, also, and, isn't but, that the biggest thing? Yes, because it will it's not a survive. Huge thing, but again, if it does, if I don't it's know. Not if, I don't know if you have the knowledge about how Vince McMahon set up this league. But the the fact is, well, I know I've, the first time wasn't very good. Yes, why was the first time it failed? Why why did it fail? The first I think time? it had structural problems. I think that the contracts were not correct. And you think I think and that, he definitely did not make those mistakes. He learned from that. That was something you mentioned at the very beginning of the show. You would hope you would hope so. You know, the XFL, the league owns all eight teams. There are not individual owners. The league owns them, so that everything's do going to turn into a monopoly because of that. Because of the league, right? The a lot of people hate the Shield. They hate Roger Goodell. What if it gets to a point if Roger Goodell was making every single decision for every single franchise, how would you feel about that? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm bringing up, like, again, I, we don't know the you're, future. You're just, but all, you're just heavily biased against anything outside but of the NFL up, that's pro they're, football. They're, that's a good question. What do you think? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? What? Say the question again. Is that the league owns all of the teams. Like, I actually like that the NFL is structured. It's more of a democracy, right? You can make your own decisions on a fran- within your franchise within a structure of rules. Well, I think it's it's how it it, early- it, it sounds like Vince McMahon's creating a well, dictatorship. Okay, come on now. That, but early on, that's ridiculous. That's just because you don't like this is why you're saying dictatorship versus democracy. Well, it's ridiculous, Zach. I think it's it's fair for well, Vince. That's Mc- the structure. Yes, of the I, I'm almost done with this because you just hate the XFL and you're throwing out dictatorship and all this stuff. That's stupid. Vince McMahon is did that, this. A, you just ordered the to, structure of the league because he's trying to make sure it's supported financially, so it cannot just burn. I, I think that makes sense of early on for it to for it to build up that all the money is equally divided and that teams can sustain themselves and not be predicated on individual owners. That Vince McMahon's probably doing a good thing by how the league owns all eight teams. They're trying to expand going f- like out with more than that but it's not a dictatorship that's just because you hate the xfl is why you use that word i uh, yes, i doubt the xfl for all the things that i've said on today's show and prior you know what else i doubted the aaf all you yahoos that sat there and criticized me like my co-host austin saying that that was going to succeed that was going to be a success because it was a different type of football they couldn't even pay their bills after week four so I, I'm actually winning on this. No, that's the I'm AAF. Not, the but, AAF and no, the XFL are not set up the same long, way. We, we had a long conversation about all of these new football leagues moving forward. And what and did you I thought say? that they were going to be successful. And, I, and what did I always say? I say I'd li- I always liked the XFL's idea of, re- of the rebrand. You also way said all more, of them were going to be successful. I did not say all of them were going to be you successful. You said the AAF was. I, I thought it was and th- because they lied to everybody. The AAF outwardly lied to everybody. I'm sorry. I, I'm just stating what we talked about. Okay. And what the but, but I've always also said that the XFL is set up to succeed way more than the AAF because they can take players before their NFL draft eligible. And because Vince McMahon singularly owns it and is not going to allow it to fail, like the AAF got into a mess of a situation. That's I don't understand how, how you can't separate those two things. I I know one failed, and you said it was going to succeed. I the, thought it was going to fail. Uh, the real Big J says the AAF was the same as the NFL, no innovation. The XFL is something different. I also agree with that. The AAF was the same. It was a watered-down version 
a soggy version of the NFL. All right, and and the XFL is different. You're gonna call out Steve, Steve. Like, again, I, I got a bunch of XFL fans, a bunch of renegades coming at me. Like, I, I'll, Steve says you didn't watch a snap. Well, the results are in, and that's a lie. I told you I watched. But it. you, you probably watched it like a crusty old man, be like, yeah, this is awful. No, I sat on my couch and I watched some of it, and then I changed the Just channel after I got the whole bored. time. Yeah, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah. You, now, you you're assuming you, that. Because, yeah, you don't know how I watched it. I do. Were you in the room? We discussed this off air. Were you, were you in the room? No, Zach, but I know who you are, and you're biased against other NFL, other football leagues outside the NFL, and you went into it with this negativity for it. Look, I, I thought <laughs> I told you I told you to start the show what I liked about it. I literally started. Maybe but, you just forgot but, about that. No, well, it's because I know you, and I also know. I told you your what opinion. I liked about it. Yes, but you also went into it with a negativity about it. The whole thing. Well, and it came out. Uh, look, I came out of the this weekend after watching some of these games, Steve-O. I said, I don't care about these teams. I don't care about these players. And if I care about something, I go all full tilt and I go all in. If I don't care, it's really hard for me to get on board. It just is. It was one weekend. Like, it's hard to care about something for the first time when you don't know what it is. Look, I'm not going (laughs) to, I'm probably not going to trend to care more about the Tampa Bay Vipers as the the weeks roll on. Well, because you don't care about the Tampa Bay Vipers. The reason why I you should like, no, no, awesome. no. The reason why I you should like, care about these the St. Louis. What do they call? Why, why should you care? Because the Battle of, Hawks or St. Louis? Okay. Why should you care about the St. Louis Battle Hawks? <laughs> because Jordan Tiamo, the guy who I you watched, didn't like Jordan Tiamo when he was at Ole Miss. You were uh, sick of him by the time you left. What are you, are you putting words? Are you bad. speaking for me or am I speaking for myself? Do you know anything about how I feel about Jordan Tiamu? I, 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 yes, because I, no, I, you listen, don't. You I just listen put to you word. talk about Ole Miss football when Jordan Tiamu was And you know who I didn't like was Matt Luke. It wasn't the quarterback play or the atrocious defense that they had. Don't put words in my mouth, Austin. That's one thing you cannot do on this show. I don't put words in your mouth. Don't put words in mine. Don't make me form an opinion based on what you think instead of what I think. Okay? okay. So you're wrong there. Okay. Stop doing that. Okay. You've done that quite a bit. Okay. Right, so do you? What did I think about Ole Miss football during the time Jordan Tiamu played quarterback? You're I'll go, you're go ahead. No, no, you tell you were, me ever all the details. If you of stop what talking, I I'll answer. You were extremely frustrated with Ole Miss football when Jordan Tiamu was was the quarterback of Ole Miss. Now you were frustrated with the entire situation of what Ole Miss football was. Was I frustrated with Jordan Tiamu? You weren't exactly praising Jordan Tiamu. You were. You were just. I felt like you were pretty indifferent. You don't know. <laughs> okay. So was Jordan Tiamu amazing? I thought Jordan Tiamu was good for the structure of what the offense was. He was throwing to AJ Brown and DK Metcalf and Demarcus Lodge and but it was and more Dawson about those Knox. Guys and it was but, Jordan no, Tiamu. Well, somebody's got to give him the football there. Yeah. You know who? You know who? Uh, Jordan Tiamu beat out on why somebody transferred Shea Patterson, who's actually going to the combine. Something I will be interested in here in a couple of weeks. Don't tell me how I think, Austin. You don't know. So just to go towards your 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 slant. Okay. You're false there. Rodari- but, but the point is, before you derailed the entire thing, is I should care about St. Louis because Jordan Tiamu is the quarterback because I am a fan of Ole Miss. I am a fan. I admit that. <clears throat> I didn't. That told me a lot when I was watching the XFL. Okay. 
Do you have any other opinions that no, I think that no, I need to have? But I also like you're like you're a fan. That's know. that's I, unfair point by but, you. But you just but I, I also know that you walked into that XFL viewing with with a negative view about the XFL. Yeah, they were going to have to prove me wrong. Yeah, and that's and that's the problem is you were not you were cl- you were more closed minded on. I it enjoyed the interviews on the sidelines. Now. After a kicker misses a kick and you ask him, why'd you miss it? Like, yeah, he's going to say, well, I rushed it or I pushed, pushed it or I didn't have like, yeah, he's going to say that same thing. That, that was not like a, oh my gosh, this is awesome. But what I did like is something that the NFL cannot do. And that is, I like hearing the play call come down from the, the, the booth Mm -hmm. to the quarterback to say, we're going to go X right, Y two, seven, five, Y sling. Like I, I would like that. And you know what? Then the announcers would say, well, that's a 17. That means odd. That means it's going to the left. That that's informative. But I also know I'm not going to stay because I don't care about the players. I would love for that to be implemented in the NFL. That's never going to happen. We, so I think we both. So I shouldn't that. get all giddy giddy about that. Okay. Do you understand? Ty says you have to be open-minded to be proven wrong. All right, let's move on to Zach's toe. Zach's got a problem. Zach is actually going, you're going to the doctor today? I am. To check out your toe. I've got a toe issue. Three things that could be wrong with Zach's injured toe for our end of show topic. Live in a moment's peace salon and baseball. But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where you need to turn to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home. You can build extra equity in your home by not selling your house when you move, but by continuing to own it and letting RentersWarehouse.com do all the work for you. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. The reason why I'm wearing this glorious robe is we are live from a moment's peace salon and day spa in cool springs the perfect gift for the person that you love is right here go to momentspeace.com slash valentine and it will you will find your perfect gift they've got massage they've got manicure pedicure they've got skincare they've got a hair salon they've got it all for the person in your life that you truly value and you truly love, get her a gift that she will remember. It's the perfect gift. Go online, amomentspeace.com slash valentine. Get you a gift card right there. All right, so Ethan says, let's... Maybe I can get a pedicure and help my toe. I don't know. Maybe your toe might be in too much pain for that. Uh, Ethan says, let's see the toe. We're not going to see the toe. I will Uh, show you the toe because I have a toe sleeve on. No, I I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see you work your way to Actually, get your nobody foot is incorrect the- because we have somebody that does. Yeah, Ethan just wants to do it because he wants to see the world burn. Uh, Orlando, <laughs> Orlando says it's broken, hangnail, or gout. It is probably... Oh, these, these are good. All so right. Zach has three theories on what could be wrong with his injured toe. Orlando's bringing Sean, some good news. Sean but- says Zach will probably disagree with the doctor later on. No, I will not disagree with him. He's but practicing, I'll, I'm right? Out, I'll ask him questions. <laughs> yeah, because he's just practicing. I'll ask him questions. So, all right. So, um, Roderick says, let's talk about what is the perfect gift for Valentine's. It could be anything. You could spend a $100 gift card at a momentspeace.com slash Valentine, and you win. Boom. Automatic win. 100 bucks for Valentine's Day or less than that. It doesn't matter. You can do – you picked your budget. You call them or go to their website – and then they say, okay, here's what you can get. Here's your concierge service. They bring out the menu. They got a bunch of different off- offers for you guys. A momentspeace.com slash Valentine's. All right, so Zach, what are your three theories on what could be wrong with this toe? All right, so you know how you jam your thumb 
and it just keeps getting jammed. I jammed my big toe playing basketball a, couple, a few months ago, probably like, well, six months ago. And since then, I've jammed it probably three more times. And now it's getting, I mean, it's red, it's swollen. I've got to ice it down after every time I play, do anything active on that toe. It's my left toe. I've been wearing a toe sleeve that I ordered from Amazon. So, look, I got problems. So, finally, I said, you know what? I need to go to the doctor. I need to seek some medical advice. Mm -hmm. But also, as we know in our society in 2020, I got to go to WebMD. I got to go to YouTube. I got to listen to some doctors tell me that I'm going to die. Yeah, WebMD, not toe. the best place to go. But after doing some research, I've come to the conclusion that it could be one of three things. I think that it is a stress fracture because I've been putting a lot of pressure on it and it's not getting better. Because ball is life and you haven't stopped. Correct. <laughs> and I need somebody. And this is the other reason why I'm going to the doctor is I need somebody to tell me to stop. I'm just not going to do it on my own because what did you say? Ball is life. Right. And plus I've talked about you, like you've gotten hurt diving for loose balls. Well, you've that's gotten, how I play. Yeah. I I've play, you, I play as ferocious on the court you, as, as I do on this show. But as you get older, you gotta, you gotta pick your battles well, and diving for the loose ball or trying to make the save out of bounds well, as you go into the those second battles. Of the I know. I, those yeah. battles will continue. You've given up, but I've got to be smart off the court. Uh -huh. And this is where maybe over the last several months I have not been. So I think it could be a stress fracture. There's a possibility, and I don't think it is, but the internet says it could be gout. Never had gout. Haven't been eating a ton of red meat lately. I know that's how you get gout. Plus, some of the images that I've I feel seen. Like you just from, have to be old to get gout. I feel like it's something that's No, normal. no, I know people that have gotten gout at, at 30. Interesting. So Sounds awful. Yeah, so it's a lot of red meat and uh, certain, uh, I guess, a certain thing that you attain to get gout. And then the third thing, which I, I don't know, I think this may be very probable because it is a blanket term, but I probably have arthritis in that toe joint. So I don't know what, the, what to do. I don't know if I'm going to be in a boot. I don't know if I'm going to have crutches. I don't know if surgery is an option. You're not going to have crutches. I, yeah, and, and I think if, if you had gout, you would probably be in a lot more pain. I would agree. Because gout, so as I've Googled Here's one of gout, three things. One of three things. I idea. think stress fracture. Uh -huh. I think gout. Uh -huh. Or I think that it is arthritis. Brett's, b -Rett says not option three. He does not think it's arthritis. I think it's an it injury base. It could be a turf toe. So now turf, there's four things on the table. Right? So I'll add another fourth. The one thing, the reason why I don't think it's turf toe is turf toe usually hurts at the bottom of the big toe and mine is more towards the top. Of I the think big it's, toe. I think it's a stress fracture or some type of hairline something. I think you've, you've, I think there's an actual injury here that occurred. And then over the months and months and you continue to play basketball on it. Will that ever heal? If you stop and allow it to heal. Yeah. If you wear a boot for a month and a half or I don't know how long, like I wore, remember I wore a boot for a month after I messed up my ankle playing flag football. Actually, it was over. Did that month. help? Yeah, because it allowed it to heal and not put any pressure on it. Because And the boot would do that because you're not going to be able to use that as you're rolling over when you're walking on your toe. The boot helps that. And Roderick's right. You know, it's a little like Steve McNair. But, and I'm, I'm acting like Steve McNair because I'm playing Eddie, through pain. Eddie George was the Week 17, toe, though, I'm right? playing. You know I'm playing week 17. Yeah. If it comes down to it, I'm not going to be on the sideline with now, a ball Now, Sal cap. says, when did A to Z turn into a medical show? Well, it's whenever we have injuries. We like to talk about those injuries on air because it's funny. 
Uh, but Sal also said earlier on Periscope that maybe are your shoes too big? Like maybe you need tighter shoes because there's no, too much room in there. No, I've had my, the shoes that I've played with. I've played for years. That that maybe you need new shoes. No, no, no. They're the same type of shoe. Oh, just okay. so I, I just I think I do think that an injury occurred. We're just gonna find out this afternoon what what happened. Ty says it's wimpitis. It's definitely not being a wimp. It's actually <laughs> no. the opposite. Roderick says the doctor says Zach, you have to retire from playing basketball. If uh, that, I would take that very hard. Uh, that would crush me. That would suck. That would crush me. I don't know what I would do. I'm not a depressed guy, but that would make me somewhat depressed. You wouldn't have to give a basket. You, you might have to. You might have to stop for. You gotta let. You gotta let the thing heal. So how long? I mean, again, Doc, how long are we talking? So when I six hurt, months when I hurt it? my ankle. Do you remember my, how yeah, gross? We need, where's Doctor Chow? Somebody at Chow on Twitter and say we need help with this. Big toe inflammation. Uh, on the top of the toe. On top of the toe. I've, I think I've got some burnt bone spurs, too, that have formed. I have a bone spur in my shoulder. And, well, that's something. That happens. Well, that happens if you keep using it, so which I have. Buckethead says he tore, tore ligament in his big toe in high school, and he was out for a month. So, See, so this is good information. The, I have a bone spur in my shoulder. You're because, giving me hope, Buckethead. Because I heard if it's a fracture, it won't be longer than one to two months. I think two months is probably when you need, is what you need to be out. Uh, well, I think I'll be able to go be, skiing on it. Probably. I've never snow skied. I've water skied. So I don't know what snow skiing does to your toe. That's something I'm going to have to ask about. Because you got a trip coming up. I, I snow skied. I, I don't know, man. I, I think. That's uh, a month away. Well, I, I think honestly. Well, less than a month away. Yeah. I just need to stop. So man. I so when I hurt my ankle. Is that it was, right for me to seek medical advice, though? Yes, it's time. Or should I just. It, no, it's time. Rest. It's been going on for way too long. For just, you need to go figure out what's happening. All right. Well, I think that's official. So I hurt my ankle on Thanksgiving Day. I did not start running again on a treadmill until April. So that was like five months. No, four months. And you were probably more cautious. Yes, because that to get back because that ankle was messed up too. But that was also because of pain. Well, we'll find out. We'll give an update tomorrow, guys. We've had a fantastic show. We want to do a special thanks. To a moment's peace salon and day spa. They are the perfect place to get your loved one, your wife, your girlfriend, fiance, whoever it is for Valentine's Day. They've got you covered, whether it's a, a gift card that can yield a massage, manicure, pedicure. They've got uh, skin care, hair salon, unique gifts here. You can get this robe. I highly recommend And the best thing is robe. all you got to do is get a gift card. You get a gift card, she or he can choose whatever they want. Actually, my wife and I are coming uh, Sunday for a couple's massage. We get about two to three massages a year here uh, at A Moment's Peace Salon and Day Spa. AmomentsPeace.com slash Valentine. Easy as that. AmomentsPeace.com slash Valentine for a guaranteed victory for Valentine's Day coming up later on uh, this week. So we'll see you guys uh, later. Buck Rising will be back for A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. Thanks for watching. Adios.